Welcome back to another episode of Ground Zero Fitness Podcast. This is episode 30. And today we want to talk about expectations versus reality. A lot of the times you'll look at magazines or you'll look in the news and you'll see some funky stuff going on. And as trainers, Sam and I want to tell you what's realistic versus what what the hell everyone else is saying that you shouldn't really follow. Yes. <laughs> Sam, start us off. I would like to say that we've touched on this topic before. Like what what actual expectations you have like for weight loss. Um, and I think maybe we've even had episodes about this, but like we kind of want to really reiterate this um, and hammer out what you can expect like on a weekly, on a monthly, on a yearly basis and based on like your your training status, like if you're a beginner or an advanced person. So like, um, Kyle and I, you know, we have decent sized Twitter followings and we get a lot of questions in the DMS and a lot of people, you know, say, Hey, like, what can I do? Uh, I'm thinking about getting into fitness and I want to, um, do X. And it's like, we always say, well, I, well, what's your goal? What's your ultimate goal? And people will be like, Hey, yeah, I want to lose, 15 pounds of fat and gain 15 pounds of muscle in the next two to three months. And I was just reading a DM like that to Kyle here a bit ago. And I started like hitting my head on my desk here, like just because it doesn't matter how perfect your fitness plan is there at no point. Are you ever not even if you're on juice or gear, dude, it's hard. Would it would even be hard then to gain 15, I had to lose 15 pounds of fat and gain 15 pounds of muscle in two to three months, you know? So, um, and you see that all the time with fitness influencers, like Instagram fitness influencers and gurus posting pictures of like, Hey, my client, Bob lost 30 pounds over the last six weeks. And he's doing great, blah, blah, blah. Here's the before and after picture in like, all it is is one pictures and like shitty lighting. And then the next picture is with some darker lighting and his stomach is sucked in a little bit. And they're like, woo. And it's like, that's not even real (laughs) from like a physiological standpoint. It's almost impossible to lose 30 pounds of fat in six weeks. Like, unless you were, unless that is the only thing that you are focusing on. And you're like morbidly obese. And you're morbidly obese. Yes. But like for the general person who's got, who doesn't have hundreds of pounds to lose, like it's not possible. If you're that 30 pounds overweight person, that's, it's not happening and nor should it happen in any way. Mm. Um, you know, so from, from like a weight loss perspective, let's start there. Cause it seems like that's what the, that's the majority of people, like that's what they're trying to do. So like from like a weekly basis, a monthly basis, and then like a yearly basis. What's your humble opinion on how much weight you should be losing? I really like the golden rule of just two pounds a week. I feel like two to three pounds is a nice cushion to how much you should lose weekly. And the reason why I say two pounds is because when you lose weight, you're not just losing fat. Like Fat is not the only thing in your body. You've got water weight, you've got fat, and you got muscle. So if you lose weight too quickly, what happens? 
you'll lose the water weight, you'll lose the fat, but you know what else you're losing? The muscle. So losing weight too quickly will cause you to go back to step zero, which is building muscle in the first place. So if you lose weight slower, then the chances of you losing muscle is a little bit lower and the chances of you losing fat is a little bit higher. So two to three pounds per week is a great start, I like to say, which means obviously in the month you would lose anywhere from what, eight pounds to uh, eight pounds to 12 pounds a week to eight to 12 pounds a month. And then however long you need to be losing weight for. Yeah, that's pretty, I think that's work. Um, the two pounds a week, especially from, and then like the eight to 12 monthly, especially with a beginner, when you first get into that calorie deficit, it's, it's easy to lose it. I know it slows down as you move, keep moving just like everything else, just as muscle gain slows down as you continue farther into your training year. But like, I'm honestly going to say that, well, two pounds a week is like a good mark for fat loss. Like it doesn't even have to be that fast. No, think it, about should, like it should be slower to be honest. Yeah. Think about like, if you lost something, I, something I asked uh, new clients, potential clients is like, what's their, what's like their ideal, like what, where are they trying to go? And what's, what's the picture of their ideal thing? And it's like, well, I want to be, I want to look good in, a swimsuit or whatever. And it's like, okay, if you lose half a pound of fat a week for the next six months or the next year, that's probably, you probably did it sustainably. If you only lost that much, like, where are you going to be then instead of just like crashing in and trying to lose six pounds in two weeks? So I'm almost on the side of aim for a slower goal of maybe just a half pound a week. And that's, what does that end up being? Two pounds a month. But if you multiply that by six months and you lose two pounds every month for six months, may not be fast, but you're running in on losing 20 pounds. And if you do that over the course of a year, you're down 40 pounds. And like how different of a person are you going to look and feel like Say you started that on what day is today? May 5th, May 5th. Say you started that on May 5th of 2021 and you lost 40 pounds. Would you be happy with that on May 5th of 2022? Like, I think most people would be happy to be down 40 pounds if they did it sustainably than if they crashed and tried to lose 40 pounds over two months and then fail epically failed (laughs) and then reversed and ended up fatter, you know? So if you just drop like that huge expectation of losing 20 pounds of fat and gaining 20 pounds of muscle in three months and going towards something more sustainable, that's going to get you to that place that you want to go. You're going to be a lot better off. You know that? Like it just ticked me off a little bit thinking about the way most people like going about things. And it's like people get into a rat race of how fast can you lose your weight? And that pisses me off the most because the people who do things the quickest, whether it's lose X amount of weight or gain X amount of muscle, usually take terrible shortcuts to get there. 
and you're not making the mistakes that you should be making. And I'm not, I'm not saying that you should make mistakes, but there are learning lessons at each point of your fitness journey. And if you skip those mistakes, you don't have, you don't have a foundation to fall back on. Like you see this all the time. And I, I, I want to bring up an example of like, we, we talked about this. Um, I can't remember what episode it was, but with the show, the biggest loser. And it's like, yes. dude, it doesn't matter how fast you lost the weight and whatever picture you see on the magazines of like either men's health or a woman's health. And they'll see say like drop 30 pounds in six weeks. Yeah, that's great. They dropped 30 pounds in six weeks. That, that moment they took the picture, they were down 30 pounds. But what happens a year from now when they didn't learn any lifestyle, like they didn't actually make any lifestyle changes. They didn't make any habit changes. They still don't understand calories because all they did was juice detoxes and cleanses and fit teas and whatever crap you have. And it's like, you're not actually learning how to understand how your number one, how your body works. Number two, how many calories your body should be consuming. Number three, how much exercise you enjoy. Number four, how much cardio you're doing in your day, like walking. And like, these are the basics to, a, to the foundation of a healthy lifestyle that 99% of people will skip out on because they're looking for quick fixes and shortcuts. And it, it just pisses me off so much to know that people always look for shortcuts and it'll lead you back to square one a year from now. Exactly, man. And here's, I see successful fitness people online that, I, that me and you interact with that probably some of our listeners interact with and take like Francis for interest, for instance, or Shane, who've both Shane Fitzgerald, who've both been on the podcast and both of them are like, Hey, I am so excited for where I'm going to be five years from now or where I'm going to be 10 years from now, I am going to be so fucking strong and so fucking Jack Shane's like, I'm going to be the strongest dad, whatever. Like I literally want to, I've got, doesn't he have young daughters? Yep. He's got young daughters and and a younger son. And like, I want to be able to, when they're teenagers or getting into college, I want to be so strong and scary looking that I can snap any one of their boyfriends next at any time like that. That's what he's saying. Like Francis will post all the time. Like I cannot wait until I'm, I'm 20. He's like 26. Now he's like, I cannot wait until I'm in my upper thirties, which is peak like strength time for power lifters. Like I'm going to be so big and so fucking strong. So like they are thinking, and I've even talked about like, I'm excited for 10 years from now. Like we're thinking long ass term where people who haven't started building these habits and don't aren't into fitness yet literally think in terms of weeks, in terms of months. And it's like, who's going to be more successful with this people that are thinking long-term and maybe a little bit slower or people who are just crashing into it for three months. So like, that's the mindset shift that people need to take, maybe take a slower approach, but it's going to, but get excited about where you, it could get you years down the road. Mm-hmm. And there's road bumps and it's completely normal, mm-hmm. but you're learning along the way all about yourself. You're learning what takes you off, what, what works for you, what doesn't work for you. 
And all these things that you're learning now will just benefit you more in the future. And I want to bring up a point of like how much muscle you should build. And we'll, we'll get on this later, but in March of 2019, I was 165 pounds and around 11% body fat. So take that in 165 pounds, 11% body fat. It took me a year and a half more closer to two. So let's just say two. It took me two years to get to 175, 11% body fat. So that tells me that it took me two (laughs) years to build 10 pounds of muscle. Yeah. (laughs) Whereas most people are thinking, I want to build 10 pounds of muscle in two months. It took me almost two years to build 10 pounds of muscle. Exactly. See, like that's the type of, that's exactly what you have to think about. I'm really similar. It was, I actually made a post about it a while ago. It was like 2017 or whatever. I was 190 pounds and after losing a bunch of weight and I've slowly, so 20, what year was 2017? That's four years ago. I've slowly worked my way from 190 up to 220. So that's, that's 30 pounds over the course of four years. (laughs) And I think I have a little bit higher body fat percentage than I did then when I was 190 pounds, but also a shit ton more muscle. So like, that's literally like the time frame that you need to think about that people need to think about. And I hope that doesn't sound discouraging it shouldn't. To people that it shouldn't sound discouraging. In fact, it should sound encouraging, you know, cause you don't have to put this little three month time limit on yourself to achieve this goal and then be all sad when you don't get it. Yeah. Right? It literally took Kyle two years to build what was it? 10, 10 pounds? pounds, 10 pounds of muscle. It literally took Kyle two years to build 10 pounds of muscle. And I think he's a little bit like cleaner from a diet perspective than I am. <laughs> and no, I still enjoy my it, chips. <laughs> it, see, and it literally took me, it literally took me four years to go from 190 pounds to 220 pounds, like a slow build. Mm-hmm. You know, so I remember it was specifically the last, last year about this time. I was sitting probably at like 200 and 205 to 210. So it's wow. been like a year that I've slowly trickled up to where I'm at now, you know? So these things, these things actually take time. And I, that's the, the problems that I see. Yeah. I want to ask you a question then. Like, I'm going to put you a little bit on the spot here, but do you remember any of the mistakes you made along the way to achieve where you are now? Like any big mistakes from like, okay. So was that from like the losing the weight initially or building up? Building up. Okay. Yeah. Actually a ton, probably more mistakes than successes, which is probably part of the reason it took so long. Right. Um, I think for one was not really knowing my body type. Um, I'm tall, long levers, lanky, and you know, everybody knows if they've listened to this podcast for long enough that I'm all about training for strength training, um, like the fives, the starting strength, that kind of thing. So what I found myself doing was really working heavy fives, heavy threes, heavy ones of the big barbell lifts. Now that's fine and great because it gets you pretty strong, but it also comes to a point where you get 
you start reaching the capacity of your strength based on the amount of muscle you have and the amount of weight you have. And I just kept hammering away at those and not really seeing a whole heck of a lot of progress on those. Now, when I started making a switch more to focusing on hypertrophy, and it was a lot more accessory work, high volume accessory work, a lot more, um, even the bodybuilding style stuff. I actually like started putting on size, like in my shoulders and my back and the legs and that kind of thing. And that actually started helping those lifts move up. So I think I bang myself against the wall for so long being so dogmatic about all I need is a barbell. Mm -hmm. And I was wrong about that. And, um, that's not to say that like everything that I preach about the barbells isn't correct. It's like the best way to get strong as a beginner. But, um, that was one big mistake I made was, um, not knowing that my body type, I wasn't going to be one of those dudes that could just lift a barbell and get really big and jacked and strong. There are some people that that's all they have to do. And that is not me. I've got to do a lot of isolation to promote that growth. Um, another one probably was not actually focusing on the diet very much. Um, I didn't, as much as I'd yap about protein, that wasn't always the way it was. Um, when I started a long time ago, didn't really take my diet that seriously, drank too much, didn't take my training, skipped training sessions, that kind of thing. Um, so those were a couple of big ones. Um, I'm trying to think what else. And what what I, one thing was when I always have that like fat chubby kid in my head. Does that make sense? <laughs> so like, I think my progress was slowed down a little bit because I didn't know how much that I needed to eat. Like, is it, mm -hmm. it's, it didn't feel right for me eating the amount that I was eating because I didn't want to revert back to where I was before. So like overcoming that was actually a huge stepping stone was like, Hey, in order for me to eat 200 plus grams of protein, it's going to be a lot of food and I got to get over it. And then I started really seeing some success there too. Once I got over the fat. Scared Sam, of being too fat. Scared of being too fat and went into trying to get bigger and stronger. So yeah, there's a couple, there's a couple of mistakes I made. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I remember so many mistakes I made which is why it probably hindered my progress to only building 10 pounds of muscle over two, almost two years. But it's like, these are the lessons you learn now so that 10 years from now, it doesn't even matter. <laughs> yeah. But like, think about this. Are you, when you think about it, are you like, darn, that wasn't <laughs> optimal. Darn. I built 10 pounds of muscle in two years. Like that's pretty fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> like five pounds of muscle, like have you ever had, have you ever held five pounds of beef? That's a pretty big chunk. And to be able to build that in two years is pretty damn good. You know? Mm -hmm. So you think about, was it optimal? Probably not on both of our sides, but that's literally like the message that we're trying to get across that we've been trying to get across this whole time is although it's slow and it may not be optimal, just think of where, how happy you'll be looking back from where you started. Yeah. You live and you learn. Mm -hmm. and, that, and that big thing about how like you always got to try something before perfecting it. 
later on in the future. Well, the big thing about this podcast is like Sam and I made all those mistakes that beginner beginner lifters make in the past. But this is why we made the podcast so we can educate people to not make the same mistakes as we did so that you don't have to build 10 pounds of muscle in two years. You can probably build that in a year or more just because of the fact that you have this podcast, you have good advice that's pointing you in a better direction than you may have been in if you were doing cardio three times a week and (laughs) and screwing around doing bench press with bicep curls and lat raises and that's it. So we're two dudes that we've fucked up literally everything you could probably possibly (laughs) fuck up. And we're here to try and help you not fuck up as much. So (laughs) that's That's exactly what it is. That's it. Maybe that's what we'll be writing the ground zero fitness podcast bio. (laughs) Two fuck ups trying to ensure that you're not a fuck up. (laughs) That's a great point. That's a great point. I mean, if you, if you get any of our guests on this podcast, you ask them, what were your mistakes when you first started lifting? Everyone had mistakes, man. Like it's, it's normal, but the reason why, our guests are where they are now, why they're lifting heavy ass weights, why they look jacked and strong as hell is that like, dude, you're not going to get it perfect. First time around, nobody gets it perfect. Most of the time it's up to experimentation. Like even, even now Sam and I are both experimenting what works for us because you don't know what works for you until you try. And yes, it takes time you may have to sacrifice like three months to jump on a program or something or six months to figure out if something works for you or not, but you take those lessons and you apply it throughout your life and you'll just be so much happier with where you are five years from now than if you just quit because three months of results didn't make you happy. Exactly. And I think that's a great way to wrap this one up. So, as always, you can find us on Twitter. Um, we've we've told our Twitter bios a million times. And then also, <laughs> if you haven't checked out Avalon, uh, we will link that in to the online fitness community. <laughs> Don't make me say it. It's your saying. It's your saying. Am I the only one on this train? <laughs> Unlike anything else. <laughs> we will talk to you next time. <laughs>